welcome to the talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. Hello, Toastmasters, would-be Toastmasters, listeners and friends. You're very welcome to episode three of this week's offering of the talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. Episode three is usually given to us by Paul O'Mahony, and we're not going to break up what we usually do. Paul is going to give us a very interesting piece. At least, I hope it's interesting. This is, as mentioned yesterday, transitioning your club from local to global. Take it away, Paul. In the beginning was a local club in Santa Ana, in California. This is the first club in Postmasters that Ralph C. Smedley set up and that has survived to this day. 1924. In 1952, Santa Ana became a charter city, it was chartered as a city for the first time. It is a very densely populated place. I remember when I used to think it was a really small town. Very densely populated. It's in Orange County in the south, southern part of Los Angeles. And when I was there for two consecutive summers, I only wish I'd been a member of Toastmasters because I would have known that I should go to the historic first club in Toastmasters. That was very local in those days. There was no way that anyone from anywhere else could go to that club and participate other than by driving there or walking there or taking a bicycle to get there. Fast forward into the modern era today. And in 2012, about then, online clubs began to be formed in Toastmasters. They were unofficial for a few years. They were set up by people who were pioneers, who believed that it would be possible to have Toastmasters clubs with people living in all sorts of different places. It took until about 2015 for Toastmasters International to have a fully chartered official online club. And ever since then, there have been online clubs. And in a sense, these are global clubs in that people are able to join them from different cities, different countries, different continents, different cultures. We, as a result of the pandemic, have had a situation where all Toastmasters clubs have had to transition from in-person meetings to online. Second transition has been to go from online to in-person and online. In other words, hybrid. So we go from online clubs to hybrid clubs. We go then because of the development of the virus. We go from hybrid clubs back into online clubs. Another transition to be, we go from online then back into local clubs. In other words, there have been several transitions back and forth and they all have needed to be managed and they've all possessed massive challenges. What about the difference between a local in-person club 
and a club that stretches out all over the world. What differences are there? There are obvious ones like we can get new members, but where are the new members coming from? They're coming from other places. Are they revitalizing the club? Are they bringing new challenges to the club? Undoubtedly, yes. They may come from clubs in the other side of the world and they may have other ways of running meetings. So you can easily imagine somebody in South Africa deciding to join Blarney Club in Cork because Blarney Club in Cork is open for online membership. In fact, it doesn't do hybrid at the moment anyway. But the person from South Africa will bring new ideas, new assumptions, new habits, and it will cause a ripple within the in-person club. Whenever you bring people from other places into your own local community, there are challenges. Some of the challenges might be fabulous. You might love it and say, wow, that's a great thing that we're going to take on from that person from the other side of the world. May also lead to, oh, no, 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 no. We wouldn't do it that way in our club. We won't even consider that. Our committee has already decided that we will never do that. So it causes, I'll call it friction, tension and enrichment all in together. Because when you discover in your local club that there are different ways of doing it, your mind is opened. You may be going into what we often call your discomfort zone. Undoubtedly, when the pandemic is brought we'll say under control, as hopefully will happen in the world in the next year. You will have a situation where clubs, which were once local, but have gone online, will have to decide, are we going to remain online? Are we going to remain having welcoming, aiming to recruit people from a bigger arena? And some clubs will decide, we're going to stay online, We're going to transition ourselves from being local, just in our parish. We want to reach out around the world. We want new people to come in and we're going to be permanently in future an online club. How on earth do you do that? We have some examples of it already. I have heard people in some clubs say we're going to stay online. We love the internationalism. We've gained so much from it. Where We now find we can go and visit other clubs in other parts of the world. We love the online experience. Not everyone is, is dying to get back to in-person meetings in rooms. Not everybody. On the other hand, not everybody is dying to stay online forever. And that's part of the beauty of the current situation. Toastmasters International once had an offering that said you can go to your local club. Great. Then it has an offering that says you can even go to online clubs. Now it has an offering that says you can go to hybrid clubs. Isn't that a great thing? Isn't it wonderful that people can be both a member of a local club and a member of an online club? However, and here's the reason I'm making this piece of audio today and sharing it with you. 
do not assume that your club will stay the same if you have members and visitors coming from the other side of the world. They will influence you. They will challenge you to think about the way in which you do things. You may even, even have some members that are so upset at having people from other parts of the world that they'll go somewhere else. Change always results in some people being totally in favour of it and some people being ambivalent and some people being against it. There's a great leadership challenge out there for clubs to handle the transition from A to B, whatever that transition is. Now, Ted, what are you thinking about your own club and its move out to a wider arena than just Blarney Village? Thanks, Paul, for asking me for my deliberations on this. I think you're so right. And what you've just been speaking about there and the fact that some people love Zoom and other people don't like Zoom and vice versa. The world is a completely different place than it was two years ago. And we're never going to be able to go back to what we used to call normal. There's going to be a new normal and there's going to be new strategies for for every person on this planet. Because from a business point of view and from a conversation point of view, the world has changed and we're not going to be going back to where we were already. And that is the the question that we have to ask ourselves, and I agree with you, there will be many people in clubs who want to leave us with Zoom. And then you'll have other people who say, we're on Zoom all day inside and work and we're exhausted in the evening. I don't want to go back on Zoom again. So there's opportunities for both sets of thought there. Thanks for that piece, Paul. Enjoyed it. We'll see you tomorrow. And Paul and I will be speaking on something that we're going to take from the Toastmasters magazine, a little piece on table topics that I'm sure you will all be interested in. The Talk Show for Talkers is published every week in sections at 4pm every Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Go to our website irishtalkers.com for more information.